Hey everyone, uh, coming up, Rhino and I went to the team member preview of Halloween Horror Nights and we have stuff to say. Live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. This is episode 57 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Oh, wow. That outro took so long that it went into the next one. Mm-hmm, yeah. That doesn't happen now. Doesn't happen often. I mean, of course, that's irrelevant to everyone who's not watching and just listening. But I'd like to point out I'm not back there. <laughs> I didn't do that. That would technically that would be a Craig fault. Mm. I don't care who it was. It just wasn't me. <laughs> he just wants everyone yeah, to know it's not Rhino's there's fault. A, there's jokes going around now, uh, like on the boards and everything. So suck it, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, Rhino has spoken. Fantastic. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. I am your host, Craig Williams. Did I say that already? No. This is the first time you've said it. You're good. I am your host, Craig Williams, and uh, (laughs) a tired Craig Williams. There has been very little sleep this week between the the Halloween party, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party on Tuesday night, and then staying up editing footage all night to put up for YouTube, and then... uh, having to be busy all day and only sleep for like an hour and then go straight into Halloween Horror Nights last night and being out till one o'clock with uh, a little bit of alcohol beverages playing mm-hmm. a mix into all of that and then getting bad sleep. And there has been because of it. no time to shave. There hasn't been time to do anything. <laughs> I did shave my legs today, though. So. Okay, progress, yeah. progress. It's actually, it's kind of chilly outside right now. For all those who aren't in Florida, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit chilly out. It's been rainy and miserable the past couple days, so there's a chill in the air. It's starting to feel like fall. Fall which is, is falling. Yeah, it's all, everything's starting to come into play. Today, I'm being joined by Rhino Okay, Clavin. I was like, who's the rest of us? <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh Yes. Who, who am I, Craig? Any any housekeeping? No, no, um, no. What was that housekeeping that you were going to uh, remember week, from last week? I think it was just about running into that um, that that guy oh, at yeah. Target. Um, I, I want to, I, Eric. I think I, I'm pretty sure that's your name, and your wife and your daughter. And so it was kind of cool. They just came up and said they were fans of the show. No, we've uh, we've been meeting a lot of cool people. Uh, the other one of the other days, I was in Hollywood Studios doing. Uh, a new project that uh, I'm trying to start toying with and putting together. And this, uh, I, I feel terrible. I can't remember your name. I know you said you were going to start uh, chatting and say about how we had a experience and a moment together in Hollywood studios, but I met someone doing that. And then uh, a little bit later then a, a cast member was actually working too. And they're like, it's Craig from Diz Unplugged. And, and when we first went- I thought it was Kathy because she always pulls that crap all the time. <laughs> she does. And uh, so, but it wasn't Kathy. It was legitimately someone different. And uh, so, and then I, when we were at disaster, there was a team member too, that was a yeah. fan that came over to say hi. And then at too. the party, we met a lot of cool people. Yeah. So I met so, somebody yeah. too when I was on yeah. vacation. Um, Matt, I can't say your last name, but it starts with a D. And um, he worked in Test Track and recognized me going through the line. Said, oh, cool. Jenny Lynn from the Diz. And I said hi. And then he met me at the the exit and said I could skip the line and go for Are another you round. about Matt Darbovalsky? Yes, that guy. Yeah. Oh, hi, Matt. Yeah, Hi. Good. Thanks for Wait, letting Matt, me go on Matt, test Matt, track. You've never Matt met from the party? Yeah, yeah, we met him. at the par- And he was at D23, right? Yeah. I guess. The guy he's with the glasses. He's, yeah. He's, yeah. he's a listener. Huge, yeah. He's like... His family helps out with some of the meats, or they used to help out with some of the meats. He yes, always he's going to be at the New England meat. And he always gets get great donation oh, items. Oh, cool. No, Matt's, Matt's cool. Hi, we Matt. all go way back. Well, fine, but Gosh. you're ruining my... You're taking my thunder <laughs> here, Craig. Like, I had a moment. I got to ride a test track for a second time. It was fun. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Oh, that by the nice. way, Sweet. we're also joined at the table with uh, Jenny Lynn Knopp. Oh, yeah. Hi. So I'm here. Still here. We'll eventually yeah. get to the 
<laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get all the way around. Dragon. I remember the uh, the other. Speaking of Jenny Lynn and uh, the trip, I remember the other housekeeping item. Um, one we did get an email from one very angry, uh, oh, angry ingester who said about their shows a couple weeks ago that you know every he listens to everything we do, and by far. The the two episodes that aired like back to back with the trip and then universally said those were the two worst episodes <laughs> of any podcast that we've ever done. And they were right back to back. It was just okay. the, it, it was just period too. It was just like I think it was something like I know you like feedback. The last episode of the trip and Universal show were the worst. Period. <laughs> End of email. And I was like, that's Thank you not for very that constructive very feedback. Helpful. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the hard part. There was no constructive criticism about it. Like, I didn't like this part of it. I, I think something else could be changed. No, it was just, <laughs> this was awful. This yeah. was <laughs> God, thank Great. you. Okay. Thank you. Um, I don't know how fantastic. to make that better. So. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, chances are we're, uh, we're really starting off this one to maybe achieve the worst episode I was gonna ever. Say. It's definitely um, in the weirdest order because we're already on housekeeping, but we don't even know who's running. Oh, well, I'm also here. joined in the room by Dustin West. I am here, producer Dustin West. <laughs> Thank you for finally introducing me. <laughs> yes. I'm glad to. I'm glad to be here. Thanks. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, and, uh, I really thought about just changing up the order entirely, but then I didn't want to really ruin anyone's schedules as far as that goes. We'll and, do like a memento episode next time where we'll start at the end of the episode and just work our way to the beginning so like we end the show with the introductions oh they do the outro of dreams and limited travel and then we end with the thing don't test me on that because <laughs> i am willing to do that I, that episode of seinfeld where they go to yeah India or whatever. they do it all completely backwards yeah. now it's like always looking for something to change it up and especially oh maybe one day we can all just like That'd be get good tattoos all over our body and we can end up in the middle of new york city and uh this is sounding like a horrible, horrible idea. You <laughs> would probably want to get on board with that. Yeah. The Blind Spot coming to NBC <laughs> later this week. They are so excited about that show. They are. They is, I mean, okay, this is the Universal show. That is a NBC Universal uh, production, and Rhino and I saw it at Universal. You said it would never make the air. I cannot. Well, I, it was announced that they were at least putting the pilot on, so we knew that it was the pilot and whatever the episode order was. I don't think they released the information. But the fact that it is being pushed so heavily right now is what scares me. It's their, me. like, crowning jewel of the fall lineup right now. And I'm just, I hate seeing the articles that are like, five new great shows coming. And I'm like, and that's always the picture is the girl crawling out of the bag. And I'm just like, God. I don't even... Uh, I don't know what I was watching on NBC. I want to say it was, like, daytime television, whatever crap they put on there. And... Then on the the lower third was that blind spot pop up where it's just what's her name naked in the middle of the street with her tattoos on just looking around it's like that's that's your promotion awful 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 and uh, coming to Fox this fall two best friends crossing their arms <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah no I I'm just really I'm I'm still flabbergasted by it and the fact that uh, the the fact that I've read multiple articles as well, too. Like you said, that they're like, this is one of the newest promising shows. And I'm like, somebody's got to own this outlet. You're like, some, like, or you're just an idiot and you don't realize, you're like, this is such an original, fresh idea. No, it, it's not. Sorry, I didn't you mean lost to keep your you shoe. Oh, I thought you guys were playing legsies. It's not job. a new, original idea. It's been done. Memento. That, that was the it, issue. Like, it, it, just because you don't see the stuff that it's replicating. To a worse extent, uh, that does not mean that it's brand new and original. It just means you're a moron and stop. Get a new job. People tell us the same thing, so I feel like I'm allowed. I'm going to write them an email. It's just going to say your new fall lineup. It's horrible. Period. 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 So, (laughs) well, now that that's all taken care of and uh, we're further on, why don't we actually get? To what we're here for. So this part I wanted to... I didn't know if I should include this in housekeeping or once we got to Oh, this God. So part. you did have more housekeeping. No, it's just about the movies. Watching the movies. Does that housekeeping or you want me to wait till you... Oh, yeah. I the... think that goes along with the topics. Okay, there we go. Then. Conversing about. So, uh, as I said on the top of the show in the intro, Rhino and I got to go to uh, the team member preview last night for Halloween Horror Nights. And uh, that is going to be our segment today um it's a lot to get through obviously and i know i I apologize every time we bring up halloween horror nights but it's 
it's the big thing right now. It's no it's apology the, uh, needed. Halloween Horror Nights is awesome. It is. It is awesome. And anyone who disagrees, um, then you can do what Rhino said. Suck it. That's right. That's the suck it is universal. Um, <laughs> I think we'll have to. Uh, I think there's going to be some beeping out. I'll <laughs> have to talk to the MPAA about that one to see if we can get that one approved. Um, yeah, that is our segment. We're not uh, talking about any any more housekeeping. We are officially done with housekeeping at this point. Nothing is buzzing. The only thing buzzing is Halloween Horror Nights. And, uh, more like screaming. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's this is going to be a very heavy difficult show. <laughs> very difficult. This is going to be a Craig and Rhino heavy episode. Uh, we are the only uh two that could attend for that. Uh and I'll get into that right now actually right away because of um because last night was not the first night or anything. The official first night is this Friday on September 18th. Um but Every year on the Wednesday before the Friday debut, they do a team member preview. So if you're a team member of Universal, you get to go for free with one and then you get one guest pass that you can give to a friend for free. Um, And so if you don't know anyone, then you obviously don't get in. And uh, these these passes are very hard to come by. It's not like people are just slinging them on the side of the street uh, right before. So. we were able to secure two tickets in order to gain mm-hmm. admission to it, and uh, and so that's why we were able to go. Um, and I apologize, like I said, it's there's literally zero turnaround time for getting stuff done and actually being able to get to sleep because uh, yeah. I didn't no, sleep didn't, the night before. We didn't so. even leave the park until after one a.m. Yeah, so so uh, we have. Lots of stuff coming up with Halloween Horror Nights, obviously. Videos, photos, all of that. Just It's going to be coming as soon as we can get to it. So uh, today is going to be a very uh, look-at-our-faces day if you're watching. And if you're listening, well, imagine su- them missing out. to be you. <laughs> you're missing out on some pretty right now. And my T-shirt. Or my... Oh, so did the, you get that last night? Oh. I thought no, it was I like a Three Wolf one. Moon shirt. No, it's my... <laughs> American Werewolf in London shirt because it's back this year. Is that the one you're going to start with? I don't. They don't need to. They don't need to see it. Um, What's that? No, that's not where we're going to start. We're going to go through this and uh, we're going to just run through the entire event in alphabetical Um, order. In alphabetical order. Um, No, I'm joking. Uh, (laughs) That would be way too confusing. Numbers, letters. B is for beer. How do you, how do you it's too put complicated it for yeah. Craig. We'll start with we'll start with B then. B is for beer. We had some beer. We had some. Um, <laughs> God, wow! I this. told everybody about this ahead of time. I was going to need some uh, liquid courage to get through these houses, yes. and uh, it was it was good though. I had a good time. <clears throat> Did you have a good time? I had a great time actually. Good. Yeah. Um, so before. We really get into the meat and potatoes. I want to preface it by saying we did not get to do everything. Uh, Team member preview is also uh, during that one. They only run the actual houses and the shows itself. Uh, None of the attractions are open. Like on a normal night, if you go, uh, they keep open pretty much any attraction that they're able to. Like uh, Rip Ride Rocket, The Simpsons, Mummy. uh, Kind of filters out the crowds a little bit. Exactly. It really – because there's people – who and I am always flabbergasted by it. There's people who do like to go and do that stuff. And I mean, I guess if you're coming down and that's your only time yeah. to go to the park, like you're not buying a day ticket or anything, you're just doing Halloween Horror Nights, then I understand trying to hit that stuff. But even then, you're paying to go through these houses yeah. and see the shows. So I want to assume you guys did not have any kind of express pass or anything available to um, you. We did. Yeah. We. We uh, we were able to meet up with a select group of people who uh, did have express passes, um, mm-hmm. but even then, because there was rain and with catching Bill and Ted's, uh, we were there pretty much. I think we got there half an hour late because the rain was just so it was bad. Just, it was downpouring in um, the beginning of the night, yeah. So we couldn't we couldn't leave until it at least lightened up a little bit. So yeah, exactly. So we got there about a half an hour late with express. And seeing Bill and Ted's, we missed one house, um, and we didn't get to see the brand new Jack show, which was disappointing. But then again, it was raining on and off all night, so you don't want to stand outside for a show um, while it's raining. So 
uh, we still even have stuff to go back. But right there, right off the bat, that says a lot that there is so much happening at this year's event mm-hmm. that even with the help of Express, it was still extremely difficult. Um, you can't get it all done in one night is what you're saying. I think you can if you're also a little more proactive because, of course, um, we've said it four times now. We had beers, so those beer lines can get very long if you've ever been to Halloween Horror Nights. If you haven't, expect to wait for everything, including drinks and uh, food. That starts taking time out. Uh, Having to get to Bill and Ted so early to secure a seat, um, that always kills time, too. And then it's a long show. It's very you have to be very run and gun with your express and just literally sprint from house to house to house. And I think it's easy to get it done at that point. But if you're with a group and you don't walk it a fast pace, then it's not quite as easy to do it all. So the house we did not get to do uh, was The Walking Dead, um, which that was, I think, on all of our lists at the bottom uh, for the group that we were with. And personally, of course, it was on the bottom of my list. I did sure. the now that this information is starting to trickle out. And this is where we get into spoilers, people. So if you don't want to hear any spoilers, then uh, turn it off. Turn turn it off. Yeah, it's going to be spoilers for the turn rest it of it. Off. Nothing that's going to ruin your experience, but still spoilers. Um, so The Walking Dead, we didn't do it. Last night, however, I did get to go through whenever it was lights on, and I saw all the scenes. And, of course, The Walking Dead's based on the fifth season of The Walking Dead. But it, and I kind of mentioned it before, it's a very, very cut-down version of it. Um, they, they leave out so many big parts of this series. So if you've watched uh, season five, uh, a lot of it takes place with Beth in the hospital. And... Um, and a big arc on that. And I'm not going into the, the back okay, half of okay. it. Um, but like stuff like that's completely left out. For for a good cause, I understand why. Because it wouldn't really make for an intriguing house. There was, a, in the fifth season specifically, so much of the drama and turmoil was actually between people and not zombies. Not zombies, yeah. Because that's what is making the show popular. It's not anymore it's not popular because of the zombie attacks and anything like that and big it's a lot of just human struggle and some characters dying every once in a while like the show's always been about but um it's hard to do a good house that's scary whenever there were so little scary moments actually in the house so um yeah it's walking through the lights on wasn't impressed i know i know they have a great relationship with the walking dead but just because you have that great relationship and you can do a lot of different things with it and really take advantage of having uh people like greg nicotero help out on the house itself and have that it's just it's time to move on from the walking dead uh it's over so now that we put that out of the way uh one more scare zone um the scream punk Scary Tale Scream Punk. The uh, couple times that we went through that section, none of the scare actors were out. Oh. Which I know other people... Is that people, due to the weather? I don't know. I know other people saw them. I just... They were we afraid their costumes them. were yeah. going to rust? Every other, we didn't have a problem with every other scare zone. Okay. That, um, it's weird because it's in the same area that I had an issue with a scare zone last year, too. Um, it was... Uh, it was that one that was from uh, Face Off. I wanted to see that one, and I went over, and they weren't like there to yeah. the team and They left really early or something. I don't know. And so, then, uh, yeah, well, the they weren't there all night. Yeah, I mean, whenever it does rain, they don't have to come out, and most of the times they won't because it will hurt their makeup and stuff. But uh, the scare zones, we'll we'll go through those really quick too. Um, I think my personal favorite actually ended up being the all night dying. Yeah, with the. Uh, it's supposed to do the transition from all the black and white characters and classic monsters going into uh, the more modern killers and stuff and more modern horror uh, icons and go through all that. Uh, but one caveat on that is we were even there for um, we were there for one of the changing out the casts, but all the classic monsters we saw we only saw the classic monsters i got my picture with all of them but wolfman wolfman was a jerk 
Yeah, he like wouldn't stop yeah. for you to. He saw me taking the picture and he wouldn't stop. So yeah, the other ones would like stop for a couple seconds and I'd be like, okay, thank you. Yeah, but the Wolfman wouldn't because uh, he's a jerk again. And um, but yeah, we even were there for a change in none of the the modern. Uh, I didn't even know there were going to be modern, modern ones. The modern ones. Saying this right now, like I literally we talked about it on the last show. I don't know characters from uh, Strangers, The Purge, Chucky and his bride. Uh, I somebody I I thought somebody said they saw Chucky, and that's why I was like I didn't see Chucky. Like, Kylie said that she thought she saw Chucky, but at the same time, I don't think she's. Besides the Chucky vinyl that I have sitting on our bookshelf, I don't think she's ever seen a child. <laughs> okay, she would be way too afraid of it. Um, so I never saw that. But the black and white monsters, although they didn't scare anyone, they just kind of like walked around. It was still cool. Um, yeah. for big horror buffs, I liked it. I liked it. Um, the HHN icons, of course, they have stages set up with uh, the caretaker, the usher, the director, and the storyteller, and. Um, we we walked through and we got to see them all, but we didn't get to see any of the actual like the killings that they're supposed to do because okay, every uh, right. it was a weird setup. Yeah, they're supposed to be each character is supposed to do two live killings every uh, every forty five minute period, um, and they didn't they didn't we didn't get to see it. But like I said, we were running around so much. If we would have spent if we would have spent forty five minutes in there, we would have missed out on so much more because of it. Um, but it was cool seeing them. People looked really excited and happy to be taking their pictures with all these icons. And uh, then the the rat lady, of course, was sitting in her clear tomb of having rats running on her. That I, I never liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, They're real rats? Yeah. I don't think I saw her. I, was saw, sitting, I saw the director and I saw the other the undertaker. The rat lady but. who is in her coffin right outside of um, the Pantages Theater. With where they do the horror makeup show. Oh, uh, you know what? I, when we got over there, I just kept staring at the Jack stage the whole time because I was like, yeah. there was a woman walking around on the stage and they had a camera moving. But around. where you got your beer there at that stand, it was literally right in front of you. Oh. So, uh, and then from there, we moved through Central Park into uh, Evil's Roots, the classic Halloween one, which is beautiful at daytime and nighttime. They fill it up with fog. That area is always really creepy. Whenever they they get it loaded with fog in there, um, but again, there wasn't really any scares. Like they were they were definitely in there. A lot of uh, the the characters with the pumpkin faces, but uh, it just wasn't really that scary. I don't think anyone even jumped out at us. No, I was just going to say I, I, don't, I don't feel. I think they they were just kind of walking, and really, unless I had been like looking, none of them. They were just kind of all ignoring people. So I was like, "Oh, that guy has a mask on. That guy, that's a pumpkin person." Like, it, so like it was cool, but and it was spooky because it was so the fog was so thick. Yeah. That's why I was like, "Well, can't see." Yeah, uh, we saw all three groups of the chainsaw Roman hordes, the clowns, which were my favorite. Yeah, they were um, super. Creepy. They were funny, creepy. Uh, the the women's prison, which is always nice, seeing women empowered with chainsaws running around as convicts, and uh, it's like then, the horror version of Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, and then just the uh, the normal roaming hordes, and so I love the chainsaws. I love seeing people just break down and start crying. I hate that. Would have been me. Did you cry, Rhino? Uh, not from the chainsaw people. They just made me uncomfortable. Like one of them was going to hit my leg. Yeah. Uh, I know they're not; they don't have the chain on them. But I had an experience when I was a kid with a chainsaw that didn't have a chain on it either, but it still did some damage. So oh. I get nervous when people are having them around. I guess we should uh, we should preface that uh, <laughs> chainsaws don't use them to kill people; they're dangerous. Mm, just trees, guys. The more you know. PSA. Uh, and that takes us into our final scare zone to get through uh, the the psychoscarapy. Uh, in New York, where it's the block party bash that is supposed to be covered with blood everywhere. Uh, none of the blood was showing. However, there were a ton of scare actors in here running around. And I, well, I will say yeah. th- this was the scariest one to walk through. In that, in that New York section of the park, it's always, even though it's wide open, if you have good scare actors in there, they can actually work really hard to to build up the fear moving through there, even though it's so wide open and spread out. But these ones were moving quick, fast, and really taking advantage of the dark lighting and the fog to really sneak up behind people. Um, 
so I I thought this one was fantastic. And then even like they had the normal people who were uh, attending the parties and stuff in that area, walking around like bloody, like help, help me, yeah, the, help the, me. the ones that were like ch- chanting to themselves. Those ones were like the creepiest one. Like like the lady came up and her hair was all like disheveled. She's like, I don't know where whatever. She's like, I don't oh even know gosh. what she was saying. I was just like, oh god, ma'am, you're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> like that would make me cry. Yeah. It was yeah. it was unsettling in the a good way. So it was like su- successful, you yes. know, in a successful way, I should say. Yeah. So uh, overall, scare zones this year. Uh, again, this is team member preview. It is technically considered a technical dress rehearsal, so we don't get to see every single element uh, in its form. And a lot of times, you go the first week of horror nights, and it's fun, but. They the scare actors need that month to really get into the groove, really figure out what they're doing, and uh, then by the end of it, then they're able to really, uh, really creep people out in that last week, mm-hmm. uh, moving up to Halloween. So overall, uh, I, I thought the scare zones weren't super scary, but they are. They were all uh, they all had potential moving forward, to say the least. Um, one thing that I will absolutely say was one of the highlights of the night for me, which I was surprised. Uh, but just because I kind of, I was in a kind of grumpy mood and tired mood and I had low ex- expectations going into Bill and Ted's cause I didn't really want to see it. I wanted to see all the houses first and then I'd see Bill and Ted's later. Uh, and this, this year they have a very solid show. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's good to hear. I don't, want to say that it's the funniest it's been uh and i won't even say that it had some of the funniest moments i've ever seen uh not like last year whenever they had um fat elsa come out and start saying like that's that will always be one of the funniest things that they have done uh so i think they made it snow when she did that too so that was like it was like a funny like it was cool i don't know oh yeah i liked that that girl's is back too that yeah the same girl so she's she's a riot I would say 95% of the cast last year had returned. And from two years before that, you know, probably 90% of that cast. And so the Bill and Ted actors always try to come back and do it year after year after year. Um, So a really, really great cast. Uh, Some of the highlights of the show, I think we'll just go over it. The opening there, you know, normally, normally Bill and Ted come out of their phone box for the opening, but the plot of this show is that uh, Kanye and Kim have stolen uh, the the phone booth uh, that they use to travel through time. So I won't say how they time travel, but it's it's Universal Studios. If you can't put two and two together right here, they have a very special entrance uh, in awesome. a different time machine. Awesome. That. Ooh. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm going to give you a little couple bars there. But, um, what, what did you do? Are you, are you, I can't tell you what I'm doing. I was trying to do the theme song of the thing that they come out of. Yeah, I don't think I don't you think nailed that it. was it. Yeah. Oh, shut up, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you heard in your head was not coming out of your mouth. The only one in this room who even watches that show is you. And you've also said it was terrible. So. Universal. I think we all know what he's talking oh. about, except for you. Yeah, we're you, not talking want, about Doctor Who. Okay? Yeah, you watched it. They did. Oh, I, 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 uh, no. Kim and Kanye. I thought you were talking about how Kim and Kanye got there, not not how Bill and Ted got there. So the, I, I was confused. That's that's why. No, how Bill and Ted got it. Yeah. Okay. That was an amazing entrance. Through. Yeah. I, that's the other. Sorry. I was I was thinking about how <sighs> Kanye got there. So. Which I also enjoyed that entrance a lot too. There was a lot of great entrances of people in this show. <laughs> there was multiple. That was it was fantastic those, entrances. Those were both the two yeah. highlights for me. Were those entrances? Yeah. So and they, and they, Rhino will sing all of the theme songs <laughs> directly after the show. I was like, what do you mean? I didn't get it. <laughs> they uh, they did a lot of uh, Universal tie-ins with it too. Uh, some of the. The female actors were doing a lot of pitch perfect. Yeah. Um, oh, fun. A lot of pitch perfect humor with it. So it was nice that Universal did include themselves in a little bit of the fun. Um, a lot of blind spot references. <laughs> you know what? No blind spot references. <laughs> yeah. which I think next year, after the, the show completely flops, next year it will definitely be a uh, yeah. an element of the show. Um, My favorite part of that show, though, was the uh, the joke that Bill and Ted make about 
um, the Hocus Pocus Halloween party at Magic Kingdom. And then they're like, who would ever make a, a Halloween party based around a franchise from 22 years ago? And they just kind of stop and look at each other. And like, you, know, you <laughs> just feel the joke set in as everybody. It was, I don't know. It was really funny. Yeah. Uh, I'll, for no one out there who's, if you haven't seen Bill and Ted's out there, uh, they typically always do a pause moment where they really rip on Disney crack on somehow. Disney, yeah. uh, last year it was with Frozen and, and, the, magic uh, and the whole magical bands. tracking bands. Yeah. And then uh, the they even poked him with Avatar Land coming in the year 20-whatever they said. And, uh, I mean, they, they did good with Disney, especially with the Hocus Pocus reference. No one in the crowd really got it, but I get that the party just happened the night before so um a lot of people haven't even seen it yet but it was a, a slow set in that everyone's like oh yeah that's that's what they're talking about it <laughs> bill and ted is from a long time ago it's like oh, God, yeah. i gotta say that bill and ted um the the two guys who are bill and ted i don't know if these are the same guys who've been doing it for the last mm-hmm. couple of years Please but tell they, me yes. they're, yeah. they're, okay. they're good they're they were good yeah. this year this was definitely my favorite time watching the two of them i would say too i know you said it was one of the best shows but I thought they were great this year. Last year, I was like, hey, even if it was the same guys, I'm just saying they did a better job this year. Yeah. No, it, it was. And I, I thought the Disney section especially was mm-hmm. standout because uh, they even bring back Avatar into the mix again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. With the same exact character. The Star and, Wars uh, jokes they made were really funny, too. Yeah, there was there was an addition of Star Wars in it with a, uh, a, a very... A very uh, I don't know the easiest way to put it. It is Han Solo with a walker. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, no, it was They're just stealing from Saturday Night Live, which is NBC Universal. <laughs> um, it's overall, though, I think this year, as I said, it, it's not the funniest it's been. But all, all together, it actually the pacing was perfect. Yeah, I was it just didn't gonna feel say it was like super it, well paced. Yeah, it didn't have any of those moments where you just wanted to stop and be like, why? Why couldn't they? And there was no this. move on joke. There was yeah. no like, all right, move on to the next thing because they were already moving on before. You know, yes. it was it was all nicely done. Well, speaking of moving on, let's move on with this conversation right. and let's get into the houses. And uh, we are going to take it in the order that we think is uh, from worst to best, least favorite, least favorite. Yeah, not and nothing's. There's only one house that we will flat out say is terrible. And that's the first one. And that's the first one. And I'm sorry, J.O. No! But Asylum in Wonderland <laughs> was Did they bomb? atrocious. It bombed. I, oh. Honestly, it messes with your head so much that I, I can't. I can only remember one character in the entire building. But it was just. It was. It was painful. It's the 3D house, so they give you the glasses when you're coming in, and the entrance into it is like through a fun house. So you're you're going over a bridge in a spinning room that, with the 3D glasses and these lights happening, that it got to a point where like I took the glasses off and I turned around to look at Craig, and I literally felt like I was flipping around. That I was like, so I guess it succeeded in having that entrance, but it was painful for me to get across the bridge. Like it 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 just. And not in a fun way or anything like that. It just was like it's it hurt. It was hurting. It hurt your brain. Yeah. yeah. 3D houses, I mean, we've talked about on the show. I think yeah. all of us have said they're not really our cup of tea. I don't think in general they're ever not even really mine, yeah. well received. Um, this one, <laughs> there, wasn't, there wasn't a lot of scary moments even in it. It wasn't pretty to look at because everything's distorted with the 3D glasses. Um, I... The fact that that it was supposed to go back and forth between the real world of Alice being in like a mental hospital and then back into this psychotic uh, vision in her state. I didn't didn't feel like that. that at all until the final scene. You see Alice finally sitting there going crazy. But other than that, I mean, there is there was very loose, recognizable characters from Alice in Wonderland. Um, the Cheshire no, Cat was the only one I recognized. Yeah, the, the Mad Hatter was in there. Like, so yeah. you could see characters, but at the same time, it's like uh, that's kind of a stretch. The Tea Party scene was just so like it, it, it's hard because you the glasses are on and they had these like lights that were all like Christmas colored lights, but it got to a like run when we were in where it just flooded your vision. Where to the point where I was like, I can't even see where I'm supposed to move right now. So right. I had to, I had to 
to take my. What did it look was like it when better you take? Without? Yeah, yeah. Was it better without the when glasses? When you take them off, it was a little better. Like the like obviously those lights don't bother you as much, but I you know I could see like a clear cut corner, and I was like, okay, this is where this ends. This is the hallway. But with them on, I was I was literally I could have walked really like I would have walked right into the wall. Um, I don't know if the house is any better without it because it's kind of like when I was in the that tea party scene and I took them off and looked at the Mad Hatter. I was like, oh, this is making me sad. I want to put them back on. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't grand. There was nothing. There was no production to it. Oh, it was just a lot of that neon paint. Universal and weird fail. Darn it. it. It was. I I can't even be like, oh, this was the least best house of all of them. It Ooh. was. It was a flop. Well, was the one a couple years ago? I, I might be getting this all mixed up, but was there one a couple years ago that was 3D that had like babies with dirty diapers in it? Or something? That had the smell well, in it too. Didn't last it? the babies with dirty diapers. They there was did a that dollhouse. last year with Dollhouse of the Damned, okay, and yeah. then. Um, but that wasn't 3D. Yeah, the, that okay. was a regular one. Then maybe I'm thinking of a clown one or there something. There was a from, Penn and Teller one a few years yeah. ago yeah. in nuked Vegas. Yeah, yeah. It just it didn't. And there was an Alice in Chains one, right? Uh, not Alice in Chains. What was it? The, I think the clown Alice one Cooper? last year was 3D. Alice Cooper. Yeah, mm. welcome to my nightmare. Okay. Yeah. Um, so from there, are the next one we would say uh, that we enjoyed. But this is where I get into, we did enjoy these ones moving forward. We, so. Yeah, we enjoyed Sigh. them all except for that. That oh, one was geez. not enjoyable and not done well. Well, that's actually, I mean, a pretty good sign that yeah. you only had one that you would say if... If you had less time, skip it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Skip, skip it, skip it. Don't. Skip and it. if you've done all the other ones and you're like, I've got time, I could do it. I wouldn't even recommend doing that because yep. it'll leave a bad like it, it. I'm glad we didn't do it at the end because it left my head in yep. a really gross space. So yeah, and technically, with how we were moving through, it would have made sense to do that one last. But I specifically said no. We've got to go around and do it, and we need to save uh, Werewolf and Jack presents for the last ones because I didn't want to leave on that sour note. I just had a feeling it wasn't going to be good. Uh, But next, body collectors. Uh, Going through Shady Brook Asylum in a cold, cold, cold winter uh, back in the 1800s. One of the original properties along with like Asylum in Wonderland was. Um, This was a really well done house. It was really beautiful, especially the entrance going into Shady Brook Asylum. Um, it was just they nailed the winter aspect of it. Um, in terms of the house itself, there wasn't any moments that I thought in this one were overly scary. But then again, it's it's always hard for me to really talk about these because I I don't get scared at Halloween Horror Nights anymore. It's just it, it's really it's a bad mix going in. I don't get scared, so I can't really accurately judge if it's scary. Rhino spent the entire time with his eyes closed, essentially. No, they were not closed, but so, I did. Kylie was in front of me, and and she like took my arms, so I had her. And whenever she would, there were a couple moments where we I stopped walking, and I think we both like kind of collapsed yeah. into the onto the floor. But that's fine. <laughs> and you just go comatose and forget that anything is happening around you. It's a very it's very weird to watch. It's actually, yeah. it's more disturbing to watch you two scared with each other than it is to be going through the house. Craig, me and you need to go together because we just like talk to the the scare actors yeah. and just be like, I see you. Go, yeah, go somewhere else, please. Don't we were like, me. on your left, on your right, on your left. Oh my God, it's on both sides. Something important <laughs> with body, uh, with the body collector's house though. It's, um, I would not say that uh, of all the houses, this was one that it wasn't as easily predictable of where the characters are going to no, be going through. Yeah, that's, um, that's true. I I think this one they were well hidden and they had they had their timing out really good on it. So I think this will be one of this one will rise and get even better quicker than uh, was, a lot of the other ones. There was one. I'm sorry to derail this. There was one no, no. maybe last year or the year before where, and I'd never experienced this before. It, it basically went like pitch black and you had to like duck under stuff i think that was like one of the alien ones. last year it was aliens they did it last year with aliens versus predator that was Um, the scariest thing that i've ever done when you had one of these yeah because it was pitch black and you didn't know where you were going when there's like the flashing lights and stuff i can kind of see when things are coming up but when it's like that it's that's what really scares me they did it as well two years ago with the walking dead okay yeah i was gonna say i Mm -hmm. thought there was a hallway we had to get through for one in The Walking Dead, it was like half. half was there you have too? to get in. You didn't have to get down, but you, you had to get like you had to get 
I mean, it was like I'm I'm five ten, so the the entryway is probably like four, yeah. four and a half feet maybe. So you had to be like you had to be down. But there is whenever they do that, there's no uh, and we didn't I didn't see any in the Walking Dead whenever I went through there during the lights on. But I don't believe there's any duck down uh, moments in any of the houses because we didn't experience any of them. No last night um but there is if they ever do that in the future too or if you go out in hollywood and they have that they do obviously offer a way around that because uh all the houses important to note are wheelchair accessible right so not be accessible you can't get through that portion so they always have a way around that um so for someone like me who despite apparently i look tiny on these video shows and then people meet me in person i am (laughs) six foot three i do have height to me uh and Yes, I, I know you're sitting higher up, but I'm also further back in the table. It's it's all very jarring My hair, the way we're looking like at it. Foot, so it's yeah, and uh, so there is a way around all that for tall people or people who just physically can't do it. Next on the list, coming in at number, what this would be seven? six. This would be six. We yeah. did because we're on the well, because Walking Dead is left oh, oh, out. Oh, oh, That's oh. A, there's an asterisk on that Got one. Got it. Uh, number six on this list would be Freddy versus Jason, which I think actually my whole feeling out on Freddy versus Jason, I know initially when it announced I was kind of middle of the road and then I went a little negative on it and then I went a little higher with it. And then after this past week, I spent a lot of time uh, trying to catch up on all of the intellectual properties uh, for all the movies. And so like I watched, uh, I went back and watched Nightmare on Elm Street um, and uh, Friday, Friday the 13th, 13th yeah. and then Freddy versus Jason. And I know Rhino did the same thing with a lot of success of live tweeting Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, I, I'm sorry because that movie, I, I saw that movie in 2003 in the movie theaters. I remember because I remember thinking, wow, this is the first horror movie I'd seen. Like, in the, it was the like cinematography. Where I was like, oh, this one seems like a big production. Like, uh, this is the one to see. Maybe I'll go. And that was also around the time of Pirates of the Caribbean. So Johnny Depp. Like I had just seen a Nightmare on Elm Street, the original one, because we were watching all the Johnny Depp movies, and um, so I was like, "Yeah, let's go." And I remember just thinking it was terrible in the movie theater. So I don't even know how I own that movie. I, it's it's definitely a blockbuster pre-watched DVD because it's got the lock in the case. But like, I don't. I, I rewatched it, and good lord, that movie is horrible. Um, yeah, yeah. Not to mention the. Uh, that word that say, the, say it just, just say the reference not, because we both did it we both freaked out about it i don't think it's any it's a, a quote from the movie yeah but it's that, a, it's a bad word it is a bad word and people she should, says a line to freddie in this movie and i don't want to say it <laughs> it's a bad word and people are gonna take it out of context somebody's gonna make a clip and it's gonna i be haven't the one watched scene where this like, movie since i was 10 years old that it's was, a bad word for gay people there's oh it's the there F was, one. Yeah, okay. yeah, let's not say that. Um, but <laughs> Kelly Rowland says, what kind of this word walk, runs around in a Christmas sweater? And I was like, what a stupid line. And and I just wanted to have a cut, too, with me sitting watching the movie in a Christmas sweater going, <laughs> this one. <laughs> like, um, but, yeah, that that movie is not uh, – but, but what was great is I started with that one and then I went back and watched A Nightmare on Elm Street and then Friday the 13th, which – the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Now that I'm a little older, like that movie's good. Like that's th- that's what I was saying. Yeah. That's, I haven't seen that since I was ten, but that was the first horror film I ever watched, and I couldn't sleep for two months. Oh well, I have a fun story for that. Well, it's not that fun. So we're, I'm watching all these movies, and I'm home alone, just with my two dogs, and I fell asleep. And it, oh. like it was one of those dreams where I like drifted into dreams without knowing it did and the dream took place exactly where I was. So I fell asleep in my bedroom and like awoke in my bedroom and listening to a couple downstairs arguing i'm thinking like oh i've got to call the cops and i called the cops and the cops came and i went and they knocked on the door and i had to come down and talk to them and they were like are these the people that were causing the commotion and i was like yeah they're yelling too much so then i go back upstairs into my bedroom and somebody comes in my house and it's the lady and she stabs me and i wake up where she stabbed me because she stabbed me in my room in my bed so i woke up in my bed and i was like well I won't be sleeping. Well, at least you didn't get night. sucked into your bed and then blood splattered know, all over yeah. the ceiling. Okay, well, that was... I just want to let people Rhino. know what I had to go through to get through all these. Like, I enjoyed the movies, though. I, so I definitely recommend... It was a very rewarding experience because I'd never seen Insidious or any of that stuff, and I really liked it. So if you are going to Halloween well, Horror Nights, definitely watch those. And that's... Films. Well, we'll we're talking about that as well with it. Freddy versus Jason. Uh, a, this house 
wasn't super scary at all. Um, no, it it no? did have, uh, but I, I don't. It would have been. Did it have really the alien versus predator feel? Yes, but it finally was done better. Uh, it went. It did exactly what it was supposed to do, what they promised, and uh, what Michael Aiello told us it would do. It went. You start out at Camp, Camp Crystal Lake, and then from there you go to 1428 Elm Street, and then after being scared in both of those places, then finally the battle Between comes the together two. where Freddy versus Jason actually do start fighting uh, as long as scaring you along the way, too. And... Um, and there were moments, yeah. There, there were there were a few jump out moments that really got you. Um, but overall, this this house didn't feel complete yet. Yeah. And there, it, again, technical rehearsal. There very well could have been a lot of missing elements. Um, uh, Rhino and I were talking about it on the way over here. There was an abundance of Jason, but very little Freddy Krueger. I like. I can um, only remember one spot, like seeing a Freddy character, like and, he, and it's just like the upper half because it kind of like leans through must something. Have, but had somebody called out or something. Yeah, I mean it's it, well. There's well. So you start out like you said in Camp Crystal Lake, which I thought was really cool because it's that scene where Kevin Bacon gets the arrow through the the neck, but um. And then um, the the Camp Crystal Lake, not Camp Crystal Lake, Elm Street parts were really cool because I, having just watched those movies, you got to see like there's Freddy swallowing the kid, there's Freddy doing yep. this, like so you got to see all these scenes. So I thought those scenes separately were great. And then when you kind of got where they got when they got together, it didn't really feel like their fight ever started. And there was a video projection screen, like yeah. at, at one of the hallways was like a digital Jason and a digital Freddy that are fighting. And I was like, this is a little. Yeah, that that one but, part was a little weird. But you but. needed to do stuff. Obviously, I mean, they can fake fight all night, but it's only going to look so good. So that's, the fact oh, they had true. the video upped it a little bit. And I will say, I, I thought all parts of it were very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it is integral to watch. Not integral. God, it's important to watch uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. As well as Freddy versus Jason, despite it being terrible, well, it's important say, to watch all three. I think the other two, especially, I think I think you'll get a lot out if you do the other two, and then the third one. I mean, you can kind of understand, you know, what happens. Yeah. Like they they first they fight, they fight, show. yeah. So, but there are entertaining bad moments in that movie. Um, yes. Next one on the list, number five, Run, uh, Run, Blood, Sweat, and Fears. Um, this the premise as we've talked about before is this is that eighties game show that has the feel of Running Man in it that you're a contestant on it and uh, you're trying to make it out alive and uh, while well, people are trying to kill you all along the way and uh, sounds cool the my first time ever experience a run style house and I I remember enjoying this one a lot it was one of the first houses we did it was uh, number three on the list and. It was it was really pretty. I mean, it felt like it had that Running Man feel to it. It had the eighties game show, and like in walking into the next each room, they had this uh, like cheap LED scrolling light effect where it was like saying uh, the the status of like contestants and like coming up this one and mm. you know this person just was slain and stuff like that. So it was there was cool little parts to it and. Uh, then I guess some of the there was throwbacks to some of the earlier houses with like there was a Japanese section of uh, Japanese style characters trying to kill you. There was this Canadian section where there's these lumberjacks that were like vicious and they were obviously trying to kill you too. Uh, overall, it was it was a pretty house. It was well lit, so you could see a lot of stuff um, and ju- very loud, very in your face. Everything that's always in that disaster uh, queue house is always loud. And I think it's just, I think it's just how sound bounces off of that top wall in there. Uh, but I, I recommend this house a lot. Uh, that would go into our number four house, which there's an asterisk on this one as well. Uh, the Jack presents Monsters and Mayhem. Twenty five years of Monsters and Mayhem. Uh, very very excited to see this house. Obviously, this was my really highest anticipated house because it takes. All 25 years of Halloween Horror Nights, the best, the classic moments, the icons, and put it into 15 separate rooms in this house, really highlighting uh, the best aspect of it. So bringing in elements from previous houses like Nightingales, Forsake, and uh, Jack the Clown 
as well. He's in three different forms through this house, representing everything, too. As I've said before, HR blood and guts. Love HR blood and guts. And uh, it's so walking through these houses, despite not knowing some of the elements as you're going through and like, okay, well, I recognize this one from this year and that one from that year. And then there's other ones where you don't know it at all. That way it's like, it's a nice history lesson, but at the same time, I wish that in the future, those houses can be re uh, redone as well too, in a longer version. So it really, uh, it really sticks a lot more. Uh, the reason why we have an asterisk on this one is I think it's because, uh, it is technical rehearsal, and they didn't want to throw everything out there. Um, Jack wasn't present in the house at all. Besides, mm. there was a couple pictures of him hanging up yeah. in the house, but there was no actual Jack character. Was there a glaring so, hole that you saw where he should be? There was. This was our last house that we did, and this was about 15 minutes before 1 o'clock closing. So... Uh, there was a lot of gaps in this. This was another one that didn't feel like it was ready to go for this event. Like it needed a little bit more work put into it. Um, it the house is long. It did take close to 10 minutes to actually wow. make it all the yeah. way through the house. So there's definitely a payoff. And, and it looks really good. Like it, it's set up well. Like it, I, I, that was one thing I immediately took away from it. Like I, I liked kind of moving through the corridor in this one. Yeah. I have a question cool. for Rhino here mm-hmm. because you don't get scared, Craig, but this house being as long as it is, do you feel like you're on the verge of a heart attack by the time it's over? Well, I was saying this on the way over is I have this issue because some of them I'm having a little bit of trouble remembering only because like if you, I get repeatedly scared, then my nerves start to get fried. So then I, I, I start to block stuff out. Like I get more scared. Yeah. So it, it kind of becomes, a little more like dodging, dodging around stuff. So I, I, you know what I mean? Like I could benefit from doing a second run through. Um, but, uh, um, I don't know what you just asked me. Okay. So the house is really long. I know. And, Oh, okay. Um, I, when I go to these things that I get so worked up that by the time I'm actually out of the house, it's like, Oh, I start breathing because apparently I stop breathing for the whole time I'm in there. I'm holding my breath and it's really a big relief. But with this being such a long house, I mean, I'm just wondering, am I going to like be on the verge of a heart attack? I don't think I felt like that in this house, but there were, there were two, maybe three where I was like, okay, it's finally over. In a good way, you, you know. What I mean, I mean, not in a, you know, in a way where I was and like, like Ooh, I'm, I'm I need ready. a, I need a second. It's yeah. a good thing that that was done. Yeah, yeah. It and was it, fun, it, and I'm glad it's over. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And and so I was like, it was successful because I felt that right when I was getting to the end, and I was like, that was awesome. Um. Okay. I can't remember specifically what ones they were. Um. But, uh. But that that's good. I'm glad that I felt like that because that to me says that they were successful. Yeah. But so you don't feel no, like it was I didn't have too a panic long attack though. Moment. No. Okay. No. I. It was a really well done house from start to finish, and uh, just based on having to stand behind and walk behind Rhino and Kylie and anyone. I think this through is that, that house, collapsed. there was this girl just kept pushing me too behind me, and I hate when that happens. And I'm sorry if she knows me out there, but I, I hate when that happens. Um, it's this house is going to get better. I think yeah. uh, it's just like Cabin in the Woods two years ago. Whenever the merman wasn't there for preview night, merman. and everyone was expecting it so much, and I think this was just the same. They'll save it for the first night where they really blow people away with it, as they they should. Team members they do get to see it early, but they shouldn't get to see everything. Um, it's just got to be fair. So, number three on the list, a very big surprise, I think, to all everyone that was in our group walking through. And this was our first house we did. And it was it was just actually, it was pretty scary in terms of uh, there was a lot of jumping out moments. And this one was one where there was, it was constant, consistent, mm-hmm. scaring. Every couple feet, there was something happening. And that was The Purge. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I, I watched this movie. Yeah, it's 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 actually the only ones that I didn't get to. Oh, I yeah. only watched the first one. I haven't seen the second one yet, but wow. Yeah. So it was good. Huh? Um, yeah, that, yeah. Well, that will probably freak me. I enjoyed out. it. Even I mean, I know the premise of the movies. I've seen all the trailers and stuff, but like, I enjoyed it very much, even without having 
any active knowledge of being like, am I in a set? Is this a scene from the movie or not? But they had really awesome effects in this house. And I'm all about that part of it. So, like, there's a scene where a girl is, like, on a bed and she's stabbing somebody with a machete. But as you're walking through, every time she stabs, you feel the spray on your face. And you're like, oh, my God, there's blood on my face right now. Um, And I thought that was amazing. Yeah. And there were were elements, too. There was elements from the first movie, elements from the second movie, but overall they said it was going to be an origin, their original take on the movies um, because it was very difficult to translate it with such short time into a full-blown house. As a scare zone, that's a lot easier, especially with the second movie since it all takes place I in like, the city. I like the, I like the houses. I mean – there are some houses that can tell a really good story, but what I like in a house is try a little bit less to tell the whole story arc of the movie and just give me the experience of being put into that environment. Like yeah. that's, that's what I want in a house. And I would say this one, this did, one did that very well, well yeah. at it. And there was a lot of thrilling moments for it. So I, I hate even putting it in on this list. That's not complete above like Jack presents because you know that house should, in theory, be better. But the purge that cast I, was on; they were doing everything. And right. when I walked okay. through that room, and the person with the machine got shot, and I felt a thing hit my stomach. What? I was like, it was. It's an air. It's an air cannon. Oh, so they um, were I was shooting, like, hold on! It, like it hit me in the side, and I was like, it made me jump, and I was like, that was amazing. Think Indiana Jones adventure when awesome. you go through the spear room. So okay, so it sounds like you know they did the purge scare zone last year. Which, obviously, I get scared for everything. But that was one of the least scary yeah. scare zones for me, um, which is saying a lot. Because if I get scared for everything and something's on the verge of not scaring me, then it's probably not that scary. But this was this yeah. was on point. Yeah. Huh? It's, it's it well good. lit, too, which is interesting. So it's still scary. Well, I felt I don't remember being in the dark in this house, really. Yeah. I, I thought everything was like regular lighting. So that's why I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, it was dark a little bit. Yeah. But, like, you know. So it's cool. I give it props for that. Uh, Number two on our list, the 2013 Best House of the Year, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, which I I loved this movie. I'd never seen Mm -hmm. it before, and I watched it this week. Mm -hmm. Very good. And, of course, uh, this is one where I don't think you technically need to see the movie in order to enjoy the house because it is so – the house is just so beautifully well done um, overall. However, watching the movie – then you'll be able to point out the, all the connect. scenes through because they you go are the slaughtered lamb and, and yep. like you're so like you're going the plot of the movie so it's really cool. Yeah. Is this the uh, Benicio del Toro one? No, that, that's that just the Wolf Man. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, is it different from the no, previous? It's exactly it the same house. With uh, there is one exception. Uh, so uh, right before the end of the house, you know, uh, two years ago, whenever you get outside and there's like the police men and they had the they had the doctor who police box out there the, well that's not there this year they kind of revamped that scene but other than that it's yeah they it had is. to use it for something else yeah then <laughs> already talked about earlier no more the theme songs rhino so, uh yeah so that's that is missing and that's a little retold but the classic scenes are there walking through the the small portion of the subway, seeing the transformation scene on the ground with him yeah. on the I floor. I even had to like stop in that room for a Isn't second because people were moving through, and I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go back and look. I was like, something might it's happen. Pretty. No, it's pretty. And uh, the, the the movie theater scene. Um, that is scary. Yeah. But I can't handle is, my life in that room. Yeah, is that the scene with Anthony Hopkins? Oh boy! <laughs> exactly. Uh, overall, I think uh, you know this. This house was perfect two years ago, and it is still perfect. Uh, but last night they also, I think again they didn't have their full cast set up, or they were just starting to get tired because this was another one we did this a half an hour before close. I think we were hitting it at a weird pace too because we talked about this on the way here. Is that yeah. like it seemed to me like every time we were coming down the hallway, I could see the werewolf retracting. Yeah. So I was like, oh, we we just missed it. We just missed it. There, so there was like one, there was like one time where I was like, oh, let me look at this. The puppet, and then it jumped out at me as I was staring at it. But I was like, um, so it wasn't anything like it wasn't. Well, we it it, it was a combination. Yeah. No, of I factors, mean, yeah, that's a big part of any Halloween horror nights is timing. You can go through a house and be off on timing and know that something just happened in front of you because you see the lights flashing or you hear the music blast behind you. 
but as it's happened before where I felt like a house had so much potential and then it was a letdown because the timing didn't work out the entire time. Uh, last year for me, that was I went through Dracula Untold and I didn't have a single person jump out at me. No, so don't worry. That, that was terrible anyway. So. Well, yeah, it didn't end up being good, but it was a pretty house. It was. It, was it was had very great pretty. scenery. They spent all their money on the scenery. Yes. <laughs> and uh, that takes us into our number one uh, house that we thought was the best as of right now, as of team member preview this year, and that was Insidious. Yeah. And I I loved it. So I had just watched both of these movies. Um, I haven't seen the third one yet, uh, but um, they're great. And they because I loved the Conjuring when that came out a couple mm-hmm. years ago, and this is that same idea. So anybody who's like been like, oh, I don't know, because for me I was like, God, oh, it's another one of those horror movies, and it's whatever. It's not bloody. It's it's a supernatural horror movie, and it's I actually wasn't even sure if it was rated R because while I was watching it, I was like, there's no heavy language, there's no blood, there's no guts, like, but it is it's it's scary but fun scary i don't know so yeah insidious one and two are both pg-13 okay. the conjuring is r and uh james one fought for it no it doesn't it doesn't they said it's just too scary that it has to be oh really yeah. okay interesting they said there was nothing he could really cut out of that one and i i might be wrong but just reading about it in the past before i thought they said there was nothing he could cut to, to uh, get them to get it down. Yeah, to get it down. But Insidious 1 and 2 is PG-13. Uh, very just supernatural, heavy, uh, yeah. very ghost horror-type movies. And uh, they're actually really entertaining for the, the most oh, part. Oh, they're, they're great. And I, I even after I was done watching, I was saying to Craig, like I was like, oh, man, I really hope to they hit these notes, like with the, the, the opening of the title, the ah, Insidious, yeah. when it flashes up there. And then they had that really creepy... Um, it's the tulip song is in the movie but it's also in the house too but this okay so i love this house because of the same reason i loved the halloween house last year is that where you go in it they've literally built the front of the house so you you're walking up through their front yard to get into their house and i i just love that because it's really like you're going immediately into the experience of the film and it's in the same tent that halloween was in yeah that's what i thought so uh no in this one it's just whenever I went through uh, for the media event the other week ago, um, I, I was impressed by it, but I wasn't super impressed uh, overall. Like it was great, but like uh, it felt a little off. Like there were missing some characters. Uh, again, this one they had it packed with scare actors in there, and um, it's there was a lot of scares going through. Uh, yeah, because especially one of that room where um, it's in the second movie, and they find all the bodies that are like behind the. When you go into this like hidden room behind a bookshelf, um, there's like in the movie, it's they have uh, sheets over them everywhere, and so it's just like thirty bodies lined up on these pews, like in an in a altar. And he was saying to me that oh, they'll move a little bit, but there's no scare actors there or something like that. And so there were like five people, though, that jumped out at me, so oh, I didn't expect it. So I got that was I got a nice. Scary. I told you some will scare you. Some will just go up a little bit because they're built on mechanisms where they'll raise up and go back down and some just they came at me yeah (laughs) but it was good like it was it was again this was another house where i didn't ever really feel like i was in the dark dark you know what i mean but it was still really it was it was spooky and and when we got to the lipstick demons area with the they had the song the tiptoe through the tulips that song's so creepy. I, I know. You love that song. Uh, <laughs> definitely, though, watch these movies before you go to experience yeah. oh, the house yeah. if you are going to Horror Nights this year. And if you're not, do yourself a favor and watch them anyways uh, and just get in that same moment. You'll enjoy the house without seeing them, but the payoff is so much better, just like Werewolf, if you actually take the time and watch it. And you'll just you'll have it all pointed out right away. And uh, as I said, that is our full list of how we felt about everything. Um, it's, of course, opening night is this weekend, and it'll be running 30 nights all the way through November 1st. So uh, our whole group will get to go mm-hmm. uh, back here in a couple weeks. Obviously, you two will we'll get, be gone. We'll be in New England. You'll be in New England, so you don't get to go with me this weekend. And then uh, there's other traveling and such happening going up. So it might be a few weeks before our full team even gets to go and experience it and uh, really give our full opinions on it. But uh, we, we will get around to that eventually whenever we all make it there. But that's how we feel at this point. And, uh, of course, if anyone else goes and uh, you enjoy it and you want to talk to us about it, definitely let us know how you felt. And uh, you can always let us know how you feel by just emailing us. 
uopodcast at disunplugged.com. If you send an email with a question, we might read it on one of our upcoming email shows. And if you just forgot what I said, you can either scroll back and listen to that again, or you can just go to disunplugged.com with our show notes page and contact information. And that's where you'll find out a lot of stuff oriented around the Dis Unplugged and all of the Dis Unplugged shows, including the Disney World, Disneyland editions, and the trip. And if you have criticism, constructive criticism is always the best way to go. That's a very good point. Yeah, if you want to say bad things about us, at least tell us what we could do to improve it or be more constructive with your criticism. That always helps. And if you like what we're doing on the same hand, too, be sure to uh, let us know as well in comments. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like or the dislike button, of course. Uh, Leave us a review on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube, uh, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all that you know, figure it out. I tell you every week and some of you follow my advice. Others of you don't. Jeez. Uh, just can't deal with you people anymore. Uh, no, I love you. I love you all out there. Thank you so much for, uh, of course, watching and listening and taking this all in. We love to do it and uh, hope you all enjoyed it, too. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. We will be back next time. And remember... Scary stuff is universal. Yeah.